Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Detox Diaries podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a very important topic, a topic that I think pretty much everybody (laughs) deals with at one point or another, and that is emotional eating. I actually have an additional certification specifically in emotional eating because I think it's just such an important topic. Our emotions are so entangled with food that it's pretty much essential to be able to help people through emotional eating when you are helping to coach them on their health goals. So, so many of us struggle with emotional eating and it is possible that we maybe don't even realize the full extent of it. So in this episode, we are going to dive into some telltale signs of when you're eating emotionally versus out of hunger. And I also just want to kind of kick it off by saying that we all emotionally eat sometimes and to some extent, and that's totally normal and totally okay. Like there's no way that we would ever even want to never emotionally eat again. Lots of times we're emotionally eating for a happy reason and it's coming from a good place and there are no negative emotions wrapped up in it. And that is totally fine and totally normal. The issue is when we're using food to numb or to avoid feelings and when we're basically in this cycle of negative emotions and regret. So in that sense, emotional hunger is when we're using food for a purpose other than nourishment. So it could be as a coping mechanism for emotions that we don't want to feel, to feel better, to self-soothe, to numb, or to fill some kind of void, or to feel some kind of sense of control. So some of the telltale ways that we can see that we're doing this is emotional hunger comes on suddenly. All of a sudden, you need to eat right now. And physical hunger comes on more gradually. So emotional hunger, when you feel that suddenly come on, we're going to talk about how you can kind of start to catch yourself and understand maybe what's driving that. It also feels insatiable. So I know for me, when I am eating emotionally, I I want it to like last a long time. I feel like I need a lot of food to fill that void. Whereas when we're physically hungry, we are able to just eat until we're full and stop there. Emotional hunger also wants instant gratification, much like coming on suddenly. We need it right now. Whereas with physical hunger, it's, there's just more kind of like logic and practicality surrounding it that, you know, we can wait until it's a time where it's appropriate to eat or when we can get to a food or whatever that situation may be. Emotional hunger is also when we have cravings for specific foods or weird combinations of foods. So, and when we're physically hungry, pretty much whatever will be something that can satisfy us. It doesn't need to be something super specific. It's more about we're physically hungry. We need to eat something so that we can nourish our bodies. When it's emotional, you know, whether it's we really need some kind of like comfort food or some kind of junk food or again, like weird combinations of things that like normally you wouldn't think to eat together. Like those are kind of ways that you can see that it's coming from a place of emotions rather than just from a place of I'm hungry and I need food. Emotional hunger is also accompanied by feelings of guilt or shame. So we all know that feeling, I'm sure, where we, you know, have all of these these leading up signs where we we need something, we need it right now, we need a specific kind of food, and then we have it and we immediately feel guilty. I mean, sometimes even when you're actually eating the meal, you like can't enjoy it because you already have that like impending feeling of 
guilt or shame that's wrapped up in it. And you're not even enjoying the experience. So that's another clear telltale sign. And ultimately, which is kind of speaks to all of this, is that we're just disconnected from our bodies. Whereas when we're physically hungry, we're listening to our body's cues and we're feeding ourselves because we are physically hungry. So pretty much all of those things are how we can tell that we're eating emotionally. We have to eat right now. It has to be a specific thing. It's got feelings of guilt and shame wrapped up in it. It's insatiable. And we're just not listening to the cues from our body. So I know we all know there are some times where it's very obvious that we're eating emotionally. I mean, I literally used to like make jokes that I'm like eating my feelings because it's so true. And, you know, when we're eating a tub of ice cream after a breakup, it's pretty easy to be on to ourselves that like that's what's happening. We're eating emotionally. But there may be some more subtle times where this is happening and there are emotions that are driving our food decisions. So when we we call it kind of like an emotional eating loop, Basically, there is a trigger, which triggers an emotion, and then that motion, emotion creates our behaviors. So if you're kind of wanting to dive into this and understand maybe when you're making some food choices that you end up regretting after the fact, what is leading you to that place? So the next time you like find yourself reaching for a snack and you know that you're not actually hungry, take it back a step and try to pinpoint the emotion that is driving that behavior. And then from there, you can try and figure out what that trigger was. So an example might be that you find yourself wanting a snack at like 3 p.m. every day, even though you're not hungry. And when you kind of think about the way you're feeling, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed. And having that snack gives you the ability to take a break and put off some project that you really should be working on for work and that you've been dreading. And maybe that's your trigger is it's your way of coping with that overwhelm and kind of delaying doing something you don't want to do. So you can start to notice these triggers and try and work on either addressing the trigger. Sometimes they can't be addressed. You know, like there are certain stressors and certain things that happen in our lives that are we there's only so much we can do about the trigger itself. And then we really want to work on those emotions and making sure that we're dealing with those emotions and that we're not using food to distract or to numb from them. And, you know, you may find that sometimes these emotions that triggers the behaviors, they are so deeply ingrained that, you know, we really need the help to understand how to break them. So it's not just that we need those kind of like tools, but we also just need support to create new behaviors that we can stick to and to help regain control over emotional eating and to reach our goals. So working through emotional eating is a huge part of my one-on-one coaching and my paid programs. Again, because our emotions are so entangled with food, it's basically impossible (laughs) to not talk about emotions. So, I mean, we have so many crazy thoughts swirling around in our heads, both those conscious thoughts and our subconscious thoughts. And having the support of a coach can really help you to work through those thoughts. And it's honestly priceless. (laughs) Coaching provides a judgment-free zone where you can be honest and open and say things that you may have never said out loud before, thoughts that have never escaped your brain. And that is so, so powerful. We can work through and untangle those thoughts, help you develop new and more empowering thoughts that will get you those results that you have been wanting. Because 
Our thoughts create our feelings, our feelings create our actions, and our actions create our results. So it really all starts with our thoughts. All of the information in the world is going to do no good if your limiting beliefs are still running the show and if you're still stuck in those old habits. So if you're tired of listening to that same story on repeat in your head, then let's make a change. Spring is here, summer is on the way, and I want you to feel confident and energized. So if you are curious about this whole coaching thing and you're ready to make a change, you should definitely sign up for a free one-on-one consultation. There's no obligation to sign up for coaching. And in the consult, you will get to see how amazing it feels to open up and talk about your goals and what's held you back in the past. And in episode six, I go into detail about what that consult looks like. So you can check that out for more details. I hope to chat with you soon. And I hope this has been helpful. I hope you have a great day. Bye.